Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Over the next two days, I want to just talk to you about two areas of life that seems to sometimes really be a problem for people that are living in our world today. Today, I want to talk to you about anxieties. Anxieties. You know, is it possible to live in peace amid the anxieties of life? We all know that there are many areas of life which can cause us anxieties. There's our health, the finances, children, the death of a loved one, appearance, fear of the future or fear of failure, just to name a few. And not to mention when we look out on our world and see the conditions of the world. Let me ask you, beloved, are you an anxious person or do you have a long standing anxiety or a deep hidden fear or secret that causes you to be anxious? I have good news for you today. It is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, it tells us not to be anxious. Also, the book of Proverbs tells us that heaviness in a man or a woman's heart causes he or she to stoop. We are to replace our anxieties, beloved, and our fears with peace and with trust. Right now, wherever you are, I want you to just take a moment to breathe deeply, relax, and say, Lord, this day I will not be anxious, but I purpose to pursue peace and to begin to cultivate my mind and my heart to receive your peace. Peace in today's world has to be sought after and pursued after, just as we would pursue other things which are of any interest to us. So again, I would ask you, beloved, how badly do you want peace in your life? How much are you willing to give to have peace? I remember a few years ago, a young man told me, If I could just find peace in my life, I would be happy. Outwardly, he seemed to have everything that would make for peace. A beautiful home, a great job, a beautiful family. But yet he did not possess that inward tranquility that moves our soul closer to God and to our fellow men. So how do we seek and pursue after peace? Well, you know, I'm a very visual person, and I want to share with you this morning to ask you to picture your heart as a garden. Picture it as a unique garden, for it is your garden. It has seen sorrow and joy and happiness, challenge, trials, defeat, toil, and tears. But all of those, beloved, belong to you. I love the scripture found in Proverbs 14:10 that says the heart knows its own bitterness and no stranger shares its joy. No matter how much we share our feelings and our heart, 
only God and us know our heart. So may we let God cultivate our hearts to receive his peace. As you picture your heart a garden, first picture it as a place, first of all, as a place of growth. What you put into the garden of your heart is definitely, beloved, what you are going to get out of it. Each year, I like to plant in a garden. This year, I've already planted a small vegetable garden and an herb garden. And I have learned that what I plant is exactly what I get. So it is with the seeds that are sown daily within our heart and our mind. Determine that your heart is a place of growth. Secondly, picture your heart as a place of solitude. A place where you can go alone with God and share all of your cares, your joys, and your sorrows. Quiet your heart before God, beloved, and let him speak to you as you bask yourself in the quietness of his presence. Ask him to give you the peace you desire and ask him to show you what seeds you need to be planting in order to cultivate that peace. And those seeds, as many as of us know, are the seeds of kindness and love, forgiveness, prayer, meditation, and worship. Thirdly, picture your heart as a garden that must be maintained. Getting alone with God just every once in a while is not enough amidst a world that will try and steal your peace. Just as an earthly garden has to be watered and weeded, fertilized and maintained, so it is with the garden of our heart. Water it with the word, beloved. Weed it with prayer, asking God to remove old habits, old thoughts and old ways that are not beneficial to peace. Fertilize it by reading great books about great men and women of God, by attending a great spirit-filled church and fellowshipping with like believers. Fourthly, picture the garden of your heart as a place to reflect on beauty. I often tell my husband that there are two things that make me cry easily, and they are truth and beauty. I love it when truth triumphs, and I love it when I can see beauty deep within my soul through looking at nature, beautiful art, beautiful godly people that have weathered the storms of life and have become more beautiful because of them. Lastly, picture the garden of your heart as a place where you can take a friend and share your joys and your thoughts on God, your love for Him and your love for His people. The seeds which give forth fruit are to feed others. Jesus asked Peter three times, Do you love me? And Peter replied three times, Lord, you know that I do. And Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Beloved, we all are like sheep that go astray from time to time. We all need to be fed, encouraged, loved, and given time. I ask you today, to let your heart of grace reflect the beauty of God to someone today. And when you do, I promise you that you will have faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments, 
or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.